This is a Federal News Network podcast. The Data Coalition is rolling out recommendations to the Biden and Trump campaigns to improve the government's data infrastructure. The group urges the next administration to invest money in the federal data strategy and to stand up a national secure data service responsible for enabling better data sharing among federal agencies. For details, Federal News Network's Jory Heckman spoke with the Data Coalition CEO, Nick Hart. We know that regardless of what happens in the election, we still need a data strategy. And one of the really promising aspects of the current strategy is that it was largely developed in an apolitical way, meaning that it has buy-in from a broad cross-section of federal agencies and civil servants, and even those outside government and industry, nonprofits and academia. Moving into 2021, the strategy will need a new focus. And in many ways, that's because the challenges the country is now responding to look different than when we started the year. They look different than what we knew when the action plan for 2020 was being developed. So 2020's action plan helps set the stage for everything that follows, focused on some broad capacity building, the establishment of the new chief data officers, developing some resources that can be used across the agencies. But a 2021 action plan needs to be more coherent and more targeted to specifically address things like the pandemic and economic recovery. So there are a number of ideas that we've included in our recommendations that could themselves also be action items and would help us focus on very discrete topics that we need to address in 2021, if not sooner. And certainly we've seen the data infrastructure at agencies stand up in one key area, and that's chief data officers. We saw the CDO Council meet for the very first time in January of this year. But again, looking ahead for the next year, looking at 2021, what kind of resources, generally speaking, should these CDO offices have and receive in order to continue maturing their data infrastructures at their agencies? Yeah, it's been really exciting to watch the CDO Council launch and many of the new chief data officers take the the resources and capability that they were given to make some rapid progress. But without a doubt, CDOs across government are currently under-resourced, understaffed, and not set up for full success. So if we're going to truly use data in our country in the way that's envisioned in the Evidence Act and the Open Government Data Act, the CDOs are going to need people. They're going to need funding. They're going to need support from senior leadership to be successful. This is a key piece that has not really manifested in 2020 across every agency. So while there are some incredibly savvy and incredibly productive CDOs, the entire enterprise really needs a lot of continued encouragement and, frankly, enthusiasm from folks in the White House, over in the Office of Management and Budget, and across every senior leadership position in the federal government. So as we look to 2021, whether it's a new secretary or deputy secretary, new OMB director, new chief information officers, or other positions in the C-suite across government, all of these senior leaders need to know that the CDO has a central role to play and should be part of many of the important discussions about new programs and how we're assessing existing programs or responding to crises, because data have to have a seat at the table, and that's what the CDO is there for. So they certainly have the potential, and now we need to make that a reality. Changing gears here a little bit, we've heard recently about the idea of a national secure data service being stood up and how that could ensure greater interagency data sharing, which is, of course, a key tenet in the Foundations for Evidence-Based Policymaking Act. 
Nick, just to get a better sense of what that would entail, what role would the National Data Service have across the federal government? Well, in its original design, this National Secure Data Service was intended to be a place that we could go to securely link and and confidentially link data sets that are collected by different agencies or different organizations when we want to use that data to produce some summary aggregate insights, uh, maybe research about important problems facing the country. That capability doesn't currently exist in a very comprehensive way. And so the data service would fill this major institutional infrastructure gap that exists in our federal government, but without introducing major new privacy harms or compiling all government data into a single place or warehouse. So this is something that we have the technological capability to do. We have the privacy protocols in law, and we we could implement this today. And it's an area that we know we need to make rapid progress on. And in fact, our country has been talking about it for years at this point. And so there are a number of suggestions about how to develop such a service, one of which is to specifically tap the National Science Foundation to begin developing a data service that can be used for a broad array of social science, uh, even public health research purposes. And this would allow us to generate new insights that we've never had or never had the capability to produce before and would frankly be a major win for the policymaking and decision-making community have access to the kind of information that they need. And that's not to say they're going to be accessing the data. That's not the point. The point is to get policymakers better research and better insights in a summary form and to do that in a privacy protective and responsible way. And a data service could really do that. Pivoting again to a different topic, you mentioned earlier in the conversation about the next administration really taking COVID-19 in mind, especially when it comes to uh, maturing this data infrastructure across the federal government, you know, just drilling down into that a little bit further, in what specific areas and in what specific steps should the next administration take to improve national COVID-19 data? There's some very clear things that in 2021, we can and should do to improve data around the COVID response. One, and this has been highlighted in a lot of activities over the past year, we need to be transparent with the American people about what data are being collected and how that information is being used. There's an incredible trove of information in the HHS Protect system that's currently reviewed by decision makers at HHS, in some cases shared through reports with governors and other leaders around the country. And we can do more to provide the American people the same kind of access to summary insights so that they can make informed decisions about their own behavior. Second, we know the standards for how we collect public health data are lagging. And this is an area where OMB and HHS currently have authority, but have chosen not to exercise it for rapidly improving the standardization of certain data that's being aggregated now at the national level. So Uh, What that means is that we might be collecting data from state and local governments or hospitals or other entities, but when we compile it for summary analysis and summary insights, the data mean different things. Basic data standards for public health will dramatically improve our ability to ensure that the, the data we're collecting help us produce reliable and valid insights. The third thing that we can do is consider how we might produce more open data and even dashboards for the American people. There have been incredible efforts to produce new open data sets from philanthropy in the private sector, uh, nonprofits over the past year, uh, including tracking COVID cases on a daily basis. 
in deaths and other key indicators. And the federal government has uh, a long way to go in ensuring that people can access that information in a timely and reliable way. This should also be a responsibility the government takes on. Nick Hart, CEO of the Data Coalition, speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Check out Jory's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.